Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 22nd of January. Short week this week with Australia Day, of course, on Friday. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off. As always course with the scores on the doors and we have the Dow Jones on Friday night closing up 395 points or 1.05% 37,864 does seem 38,000 is well and truly in sight all-time highs again in the US that had a high of 465 points up and a low of 17 points down the Nasdaq a good night for the Nasdaq up 1.7%, 255 points, 15,311. And the S&P 500 in the middle for Diddle up 1.23%, 59 points at 48.40. The Russell 2000 even got involved up 1.1%, 21 points to 19.44. And of course, with all this optimism in the US, mainly predicated on the back of the tech stocks, I would add, the VIX volatility index falling 6.4%, back down to 13.28. SPY futures up 26 points, or 0.35% of Friday. Perhaps a little bit light on, uh, given that move in the US, but it's going to be another interesting week, I guess, for markets. Resources very much on the nose on Friday. Comparative, I guess, to the banks. We saw resources up only half a percent banks Uh, We're up 1.1%. So a better day for banks yet again, and not so fast for resources. Uh, The big news out this morning, I guess, is that Ron DeSantis has pulled out of his 2024 run for 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And more importantly, I guess, has endorsed former President Donald Trump for the Republican Party nomination. So making Nikki Haley's job just that little bit harder. Interestingly, at the moment, we've got Donald Trump, $2.10 in the betting on Sportsbet. Joe Biden, $2.80. And the outsiders, Michelle Obama, $15. And Nikki Haley at $15. So at the moment, it looks like a two-horse race, a rematch of 2016, that election uh, way back when, eight years ago now. So as far as the US goes, the S&P 500 is at a two-year-old record high. Its first record high in two years. That strength in the semiconductors and mega cap tech stocks really pushing the market ever, ever higher. So uh, that is certainly the way of things at the moment. As far as the, uh, the market goes in terms of US stocks, NVIDIA amazingly leading that charge 4.2% higher. AMD up 7.1%. Netflix down 0.5%. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 1.9%. Tesla up 0.1%. Tesla has been a notable laggard in that magnificent seven. Amazon up 1.2%. We had Alpha, Betty, Spaghetti up 2.1%. Microsoft up 1.2%. Apple up 1.6%. Even the US banks chimed in on Friday. Bank of America up one5 Wells Fargo having a good night, up 3.6%. Morgan Stanley up 1.7%. CBA overseas up 05 of a percent. 
We had UBS down 2% in Europe, Deutsche down 0.8, and Barclays up 0.2. European markets generally flat. They didn't see the memo, obviously, that the US markets got. We had the stock 600 down 0.3. FTSE was pretty much unchanged, slightly firmer. Germany uh, down James Bond down 0.07%. France down 0.4%. Spain uh, down 0.3% of a percent. Asian markets, well, China continues to look pretty awful, to be honest, while the US market continues to power ahead. China continues to power down. Uh, Japan up 0.7%, so that market continuing its record-breaking push. Hong Kong down half a percent, and China down half a percent as well. In terms of US yields, pretty steady on Friday. 10 years, 4.13%, up 0.2 basis points. The US two-year unchanged, 4.38. The Aussie 10-year, 4.28. And the Aussie dollar against the US dollar, 65.80, a little bit weaker. The US dollar index a little bit weaker as well, down 0.24 of a percent. Bitcoin finding some friends, 41.634. Looking at commodities overnight, well, Brent crude, the oil price came off a little bit again. Uh, We did see uh, Brent crude down 0.38% 0.38% or 30 cents on Friday. WTI unchanged. Gold pretty much unchanged. Platinum took a 0.8% dive. On the LME, copper up 0.7. Nickel down 0.6. Aluminium up 0.2. Zinc up 0.5. Lead up 2.2. And ton unchanged. Iron ore uh, pretty much unchanged there with the iron ore price as well. Looking at resource stocks, they really have been in the slow lane, in fact, they have been in the reversing lane, to be honest. BHP unchanged, Rio down 0.6, uh, Glencore down 1.8, Freeport McMoran up 1.5%, Arbomile down 2.4, Sigma Lithium down 2.9%, Exxon and Chevron pretty much unchanged, slightly firmer, and Shell pretty much unchanged as well. As far as our market goes this week, we have no real economic news coming out. We do have the People's Bank of China announcing their loan prime rates today. And we've got three central banks, the Bank of Japan, the Bank of Canada and the ECB holding policy meetings. All three expected to keep settings unchanged. Uh, The ANZ chief economist for New Zealand uh, says they expect ECB will start cutting rates in the European spring as tightening real policy rates drive sustained progress towards that 2% target. In the U.S., uh, San Francisco Federal Reserve Bank President Mary Daly on Friday, she feels there is a lot of work left to do on bringing inflation down to the Fed's 2% goal. And that is premature to think interest rate cuts are around the corner. The fund futures in the U.S. imply a 50% chance the Fed will lower rates in March and fully priced for a move in May. They still expect six rate reductions. In other news, this morning uh, coming out of our market, it looks like uh, Fortescue Metals has announced the shutting down of West Australian nickel mines Wailu due to the supply glut that has crashed nickel prices and triggering a loss of around 1,000 jobs across WA. Linus Rare Earths has reported its output has halved in December quarter after a temporary shutdown in Malaysia to upgrade operations. But production is expected to bounce this year. The miner produced 1,566 
of total rare earth oxide down from 3,609 tonnes. So a big fall in that. Production in the March quarter now expected to be approximately 1,500 tonnes. And production across the six months to June is expected to increase slightly from the previous estimates. So some news out there from Linus this morning. We've also got uh, some news out from Zip, which has had a quarterly update, uh, which is interesting, looks positive. My Zip uh, target in terms of that 70 cents may have to be adjusted. Remember, I recommended them back in December at 38, 39 cents, currently trading at around 63 odd cents. So it looks all right there. In terms of um, other news this morning, uh, we have got um, A1M reported Q2 copper production, uh, 3,759 tons at all in sustaining costs of $4.84 a pound. South 32 has reported Q2 production. Alumina production is slightly below where the market was going for, so that may be a little bit disappointing. Uh, Energy Coal, uh, 133,000 tonnes. market was going for 142. Met Coal, also a little bit on the slow side as well. So it may be that the negativity in South 32 has been for a reason. We've got some quarterlies out from Pantoro. Uh, Q2 Net Cash, operating activities, uh, $4.3 million uh, loss. Uh, cash and cash equivalents now, $44.5 million there. Cooper Energy has noted slow progress on Basca 3 decommissioning, increases mid-case cost estimate to $240 to $280. Uh, prior was $193 to $198. Uh, Link Administration provided an update on the Link Fund Solutions limited scheme of arrangement. So have a look at that if you're interested in the Link. Uh, Google has terminated its global inbound services contract with Appen. The good news just keeps on coming for Appen. Zip, that uh, number we saw this morning, quarterly out. We did think it was going to be out on the 30th of June, but they've brought it forward early, so that may be some good news. Uh, reports quarter two revenue 223.6, which is up 10.8% quarter on quarter. Transaction volume 2.75 billion. Uh, transactions 20.6 million, which is up nearly 14%. Cash transaction margin. 3.5% versus a year ago, 2.8%. Bad debts also coming down, so not bad all round for them. Dreadlock Resources has reported further drilling results from the start of Mangaroon, including 1.4 metres at 87.9 grams of gold from 16 metres. Chalice is going to be reducing its 2024 expenditures by 40%. Does not anticipate the need to raise capital in the foreseeable future. The good news keeps on coming for Chalice. Sheffield Resources reports Q2 net cash used in operating activities, uh, $440,000. They're quarterly out this morning as well. Uh, we have Harvey Norman upgraded to a buy from neutral at UBS. Target increase there to $4.75 from $3.75. Uh, we also see RBC Capital Markets. Uh, with their seeing potential Australian healthcare re-rating in 2024, upgrades ACL, uh, Regis, REG, and uh, downgrades uh, CAJ, uh, Cochlear and Fisher and Paykel, upgrading uh, Australian clinical labs to outperform. Price target decreased, however, to 375 from two from 425. Regis 
Healthcare upgraded to outperform from Sector Capital, Cochlear and Fisher and Paykel all downgraded there. Well, that is about it so far this morning. Uh, one final one. Uh, we've got uh, Judo Capital Holdings downgraded to sell from a buy at City. Target cut to 87 from $1.35. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. I'll be back at uh, midday with the members podcast and, of course, the end of day report after the market is closed. In the meantime, have a great day and may the trading gods be with you.